Kitty Hawk? Yes, hello. Hey. hey. Hello. Great to have How's you back. Going? Good. Good. We have we have Great. the uh we have the south of the border crowd here. It's uh, my two oh. artists uh, Pablo Prino <laughs> and uh, you, you know Asaku's work at least. Oh, yes, yes. Hi. You do awesome hey shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's I was telling Asaku that you were super impressed with his two pages. Oh, yes, yes. I was very impressed. Those were really those were really awesome. <laughs> Well, I, I hope I did a good job with Juki. It, it was mostly about Juki, those pages. <laughs> it's all about Juki. Yay! But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I was telling, I was telling Isaka about that comment you posted on your Facebook, where like that body, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, yeah, of course I was going to say that, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I, you, I mean, you really nailed out of the park on that page, Isaka. Mm. <laughs> I, I have a question about Yuki. Uh-huh. Uh, it's something that I, I've been thinking for. Well, the next and the well, next page I'm doing from crossover kill. Yuki is in essence uh, a boy. He's still, uh, I mean, he's attracted to girls. He's just stuck in that sex- sexy body, but he's still basically the same. Even if he likes the magical girls, but he still prefers girls, right? There's no ambiguity. No. Um, oh, it, uh, I think there was in, in the it, comic. In the comic, he starts swinging a little bit. It's not clear. It, you'll yeah. learn. I mean, he's he's basically more interested in his own situation right now than anyone else's sexuality. But uh, basically, I've, I I think he's like mentally a boy, but I think it's not clear what he likes. He definitely does respond to Chiaki and Taki. So, so... maybe I don't know. He's a teenager. <laughs> he hasn't figured that stuff out yet. I mean, you know okay. how it is. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, you I, don't uh, know. There was at least that one that one chapter where he was like, "Darn this body." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay. I, 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 what I liked is he actually liked the red skirt. I didn't even realize that that was a uh, coloring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm no, so I actually liked that. that. No, no, no. I actually, I was actually looking at that and going, "Damn it! Why did I not make the skirt red myself?" No. <laughs> so I decided if there's a super version of Yuki. He's going to have a red skirt. But his costume does cool. constantly change through the magic. It could just be at that one moment that was... See, I, I just I just did a no prize there. There you go. Send that man a no prize. <laughs> and uh, what you could do is... Uh, this is just a suggestion, and this might actually suck, but just do like a red... Like a like have white, and then like a red stripe after the white on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to actually put gold down at the bottom, like a gold trim, you know, like with those uh, special edition Sailor Scouts, you know, that the, the figurines that people made. OK. And they had like all that gl- glittery, beautiful trim and ridiculous <laughs> costume that, oh, my God, yeah. if you had to draw that, it'd suck. Yeah, yeah. See, if you don't have enough uh, specific details, you have to get just right for every single uh, panel, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, like I mean, it's like it's like Naoko Tokuchi. She like creates these like crazy costumes for all the characters, and then like when she's doing the manga, she's like, I'm just gonna fudge that bit like right there. I'm not gonna draw that whole thing. And, oh, I, and I totally I'll understand. use more close-ups just in case. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, oh. What Neil loved about the second page, especially, was how uh, his was how you did the flashback panel in the Neil. He said that wasn't in the original script. No, no. it wasn't. Uh, 
I like I like the the ad libbing that you kind of did there. Oh, speak speaking of which, uh, there's something that got cut out from the first page in this series. Uh, you see how uh, Fusion is describing how she could never do a cellular cellular suit thing. Yes, I I was going to have uh, put uh, Yuki's imagination thinking of the crossover kill heroines in a magical girl style. Ah! Oh, no. Oh. Now the old South is point, you didn't draw it. You could do it as a special. Like a yeah, yeah. I plan to do the latest sketch of it and, sh- and show it to you, but yeah. But still, I, I wasn't sure about doing it because I'm not... There's a the thing with Yuki. I mean, at least in, uh, in my head canon, yeah, he's definitely into girls. But, uh, okay, if the creature says that he's uh, still not there, but okay, okay, yeah. he's not there. Well, it's it's like Ranma. <laughs> Ranma think Ranma thinks of himself as male, even though like he will go out and shake his booty to get free food. <laughs> The Webcast Beacon Network has been covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007, starting with the Webcomic Beacon, a topical webcomics podcast with a jovial bunch of misfits like your local morning radio show. Also, the Webcomic Beacon Newscast, recaps, reviews, and discussions of community and industry news relative to comic creators, especially of digital distribution. Also, the Tropecast, the ever-tangential discussion of literary and visual memes. And finally, Web Fiction World. Before webcomics, there was independent and self-published web-release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing. Saint Seiya! <laughs> Saint Seiya. Okay, Yay! It's a, okay, it's a, everyone ready for Saint Seiya? Saint Seiya! Yes. Yes. I can feel my cosmos burning. to Animation Aficionados. Uh, we're starting our series looking at the anime based off of Shonen Jump manga. Ooh. I'm your host, Ben, and we're joined by my co-host, TV's Mr. Neil. Phineas J. Whoopi, you're a genius. And we have with us uh, Pablo Prino. I'm from Cancer, and I'm not dead much. And we have with us Isaku. <laughs> my cosmos is worthy! And, <laughs> once again, our favorite guest, Kitty Hawk. Say and tonight we're talking about Saint Seiya. And uh, I'm going to make the joke right here just so we can get it killed. Uh, in the American dub on Cartoon Network, they didn't play the Japanese song. They played they play the Iran. Not not as it was originally performed by Flock of Seagulls, but the cover by Bowling for Soup. And it kind of sucked because the actual airing of the dub was using like a really crappy master. I think they actually took like a VHS tape and like uh, like rubbed it against the concrete took, in the in the parking lot. It they took like my VHS tape from when I was a little kid, and like you know 
after they've been run like a hundred times. And, oh, oh and on extra long play. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> the and. It's a and yeah, it's just it's just one of the most epically bad ideas ever. Having having this uh, classic anime playing with with all these all these badly mastered scenes with all the colors bleeding out everywhere and all the scratches <laughs> and shit in the opening, and and you just hear you just hear this young kid screaming from screaming lyrics from an eighties uh, rock song. And I ring. <laughs> It's, I think it, it's appropriate. It's appropriate because it it I was it, run, it, run it, it it it, yeah. it captures that period in anime, like when everyone's like, "Yeah, let's start producing our own songs for the anime." <laughs> yeah, and actually, what Masami Kurumada wrote most of the songs, it. I believe. Hmm? Uh, the author Masami Kurumada actually wrote you most can't of be the serious. songs. Are no, you? no, I am serious. He did write. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I guess it's fantasy. All that. Uh, I'm not sure if Pegasus Fantasy was one of them, but I do know that he he stated in interviews back when I was reading BTEX that one of the things that he enjoyed the most was uh, writing the songs for the anime. Hmm. And uh, one and uh, let's go let's go back to the manga itself. One of the praises Pablo gives the adaptation, the anime to the manga, if I remember correctly, Pablo, you said is is the anime really upped the ante with the art because the original manga art is... Uh, how did you describe it again? He, he could only draw faces from uh, one side. He, had, he could <laughs> never draw a face facing front. So most of his manga were a lot of close-ups and faces, and most of the time it was just you know this three-quarters view of the same face over and over and over and over again. And he also had this stock protagonist. And he did great, incredible, elaborated armors and designs, but no one could ever animate it. But uh, all the credit yeah. goes to Shingo Araki, who passed away last year, I believe, sadly, oh. who was a character designer who adapted the style and actually made uh, character sheets with turnarounds, something that Masami Kurumada could have never done even with a gun pointing <laughs> to his head. <laughs> and I'm not being exaggerated. No, 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 no. I've seen, I've seen the manga, and when I, yeah. I, I had seen the anime first, and then when I saw the manga, I was like, no, this has to be like, you know, based off the anime, right? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like, and I, I've seen this, and I, and I don't want to insult the guy, but I've seen the Shinshi with better art. And it's just, but yeah. I mean, it, it's a good, at least it's got a good story. I mean, and, and, and I, as a kid, I enjoyed it a lot because like, well, characters die left and right, and there's like drama at every every turn. What, what's the plot again? Is Saint Seiya? Um, a lot of people die. Oh, Seiya keeps getting his ass kicked and keeps dying. <laughs> no, Wait, that's but then he rises. So, so, basically, it's a story about the masochism. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, actually, yeah, I heard that he... that was Shingo Raki's idea when he was doing the anime to actually pump that. Pump that up yeah. in order to make it more dramatic. So that's why it got stretched a lot. Oh, well, I mean, okay. we, we gotta remember that this was back in the time where the animes started being made at the same time that the manga was on, mm -hmm. and they tried to stay faithful. They so they had to stall it. a lot. And yeah. one of the stalling techniques was the the running forever gag that was the same with Captain Subasa, mm -hmm. which was even more bizarre because they were in Captain Subasa they were playing on a soccer field that was <laughs> larger than a city. Yeah. Uh, and Seiya had the most yeah. the longest and tallest stairs ever. 
and uh, he ran yeah, so far away. Oh. They ran so far away. <laughs> All night and day? Couldn't get away? Yeah, pretty much. There was a lot of standing around, but I mean, the violence was like awesome, especially like because I was a six year old girl and we had just moved to Japan and, and this was airing. And I remember I was watching this and my mom, you know, us being Americans, you know, this was not ever on TV, this amount of violence. And my mom just watched it as this guy's like, you know, spewing blood out and like everyone's on the ground going, you know, and my mom just said, it's a different country. Y'all watch whatever you want. Oh. <laughs> so so if, if your dad moved you to France. You're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, then, the, then there was nudity. There was also nudity on TV. So she was just like, it's a different culture. We're going to melt. We're going to kind of melt into this. Okay, I can accept this. So if you're like, if you're, all right. So if your dad moved you all to France when you're young, you would have you would have been a, a wine connoisseur by now. Probably. I, I don't know. I just know that like I turned on TV and there was some awesome violent cartoons and nudity in the cartoons and yeah, and excellent and and beat Takashi beating up people every Saturday night. <laughs> But uh, one thing I, I remember about the American dub is uh, is they don't bleed blood anymore in America. <laughs> Funny how that works. What did they do to the blood? They made it green. It's energy. <laughs> oh, they, right. g- they gave it the Mortal Kombat treatment. <laughs> no, they actually gave him the disco gun treatment. <sighs> They're all um, Vulcans. They're all by the way, not humans. That, That's why they can guys, die. Check that out. That's one page of the original manga by Masami Kurumada. Check the faces. Uh, why do I feel this is going to be painful? This is going to be painful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are these what people call Dutch angles? <laughs> I call that the, the only angle when it comes to Masami Kurumada. I, well, no, no, no. I see a side view of a face right there. I see a uh, side uh, yeah, view. Yeah, that, that's a side view, but don't ask him how to get there. <laughs> he, <laughs> he can't do the in-betweens. It's just you either get the the face on the left or the side view, and that's it. <laughs> Profile or three quarters. You will never get the full frontal in face. That's that was, well, he, he was like, that's for animators to do. That's not my job. <laughs> well, he did have a nice sense of storytelling and drama. I mean, once you started getting into a fight that wasn't you know filled with exposition. Uh, it it made sense the stuff that was going. It did keep you on your toes on what was oh, going yeah. to happen. Did he but, start the whole exposition during fights thing? Uh, no, no, I think that, that that comes from way back, probably from Dragon Ball. Yeah, but, the Dragon Ball was airing at the same time. Oh, but the thing is, I I actually passed some uh, history tests thanks to yeah. to Saint Seiya because he go, you know, I am the saint of Perseus and I have. Yeah. Medusa on my hand. You know, in ancient Greek mythology, Perseus killed Medusa by making a reflection. And it's like, uh huh. I'm, I'm taking notes here, and then I go to class, and it's like, yeah, Perseus. Yeah, I can do this. <laughs> there you go. Saint Seiya helped you pass your class. Learn something. Yeah. You learn something. As long I... as I didn't mix things up, and yeah, yeah, and then the dragon saint, you know, blinded himself with his own hands in order to save his friends. And that's when the only anime adaptation, the Steel Saints, showed up, and they used to. Kick as mecha armor to stand <laughs> there while they were. Yeah, what, they, they, what was they, the grade? They were stalling there, right? That, that was them <laughs> yeah. stalling, right? 
Lots of that. What well, was, what was your, what was your final grade in that, on that test, Pablo? Well, I, was, I was an average student. Uh, <laughs> think something like if it, if it was a... I, I was like a plain B or B minus, maybe. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just imagining if someone watches the, the, the Sam Worthington Clash of Times, how big that F is going to be. Uh, man, they showed that in school and said that that was the myth. I, I had a no, 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 the, the new that. one, the new one. Oh, the new one. Well, the even the even the old one was sort of a. The well, old it was, is, there the were, still had the Kraken. They, they mishmashed a few. So <laughs> the old one was close enough you could get a C minus. Yeah, you could at least get a C minus. But I remember I had a teacher that said this is the myth, and I was like, ugh. And I, that's the thing, especially the, the robot hole. That, that's yeah. the new one. The new one <laughs> to get an F yes. so freaking big. Well, I, I, yeah, I, tr- I think I tried to watch the new one, and it was no, 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 thank you. But uh, but back to Saint Seiya, I do remember I, as a child I was watching it in Japanese, so I had no freaking clue what they were saying. <laughs> I just knew their their names, and I knew the the attacks, and there was a lot of standing around and talking, and I remember thinking. I'll just make up the dialogue. That's what I'm <laughs> going to do because I have no freaking clue what these people are saying. But at least there was just so much like, you know, in between the talking, there was like awesome fight scenes. Like there was like in the uh, Asgard uh, uh, saga, there was like this bit where Swan's like fighting the guy who can like make amethyst, turn them in, you know, put them in the amethyst and he gets yeah. smacked around by the trees. And even though they showed that animation over and over, it was still amusing to see Swan yeah. get smacked around and that was like i think one of the first one no i saw some in the sanctuary series that's where i started i think yeah i got but, to see that in argentina and uh even though we did share the language uh we did not share the cable access uh, so i was very thankful for that yeah <laughs> but, yeah so it was it was like definitely a different series considering you no know, i went from america there's he-man and I get to Japan and like, well, <laughs> Whoa. They're, now they're not beefy men. They're pretty boys. And they're beating the sh- ever-loving shit out of each other. Well, beating, awesome. the beating the ever-loving shit out of Seiya. Oh, my God. And the toys were so awesome because they were actually oh, yeah. metal. Like, they had metal armor. And, oh, my God. They were so cool. And they, I, I do <laughs> have Saint Seiya's armor and the Sagittarius Saint, and I also had a lot of knockoffs that were horribly cheap and put together from various different armors, so I could make yeah. up stories about them. <laughs> so, so the so the Secretariat armor. Who's out of the door? Secretariat's here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on the late late show, uh, uh, Craig Ferguson says, "Who's at the door? Secretariat's here, and a guy in a forced costume dances out suddenly and plays wacky." mentioned the fact that uh, at least, uh, well, most of the places since I played outside Japan, they changed the name because they found the same part offensive somehow. Knights of the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's here. Yeah. Caballeros del Zodiac. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense since they do thinking, have armors. Yeah. I do remember my mom thinking like no, that was a saint like, uh, Wait, why are they called saints? And my, even my dad was confused and he was like, so is it like, are they like Catholic saints? And I'm like, no, no, dad. <laughs> One of them They're, is. Swan was well, Catholic. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, he thought, like, it was, like, you know, like, St. Paul or something like that. They were all fighting, and I was like, 
No, he just didn't. He was just like, okay, whatever. Well, there, well we can't find well, a sound well, there. Well, they, well, they are people devoted to their fates. To oh, yes, yeah, so yeah, but I think... They, I think they're he, suffering for them, so... But, but what, what's know? a... Kitty Hawk, as, as someone who knows some Japanese language, what, does, what, what's the, what, what is the connotation of saint in Japanese? It's, it's basically like he would thought it was a cool word is what I think because oh, oftentimes yeah. they use words just that, like that sounds really cool. Like, because, you know, because there is like a word for saint in Japanese. But I think in this case, he just thought it was kind of like a holy word because like say his name originally meant holy arrow, but then he changed it to star arrow. So maybe he was going for a holy thing. Okay, it's just, just because I remember the Turtles OVA, Saint Turtles. Yeah, Saint, Saint's just like Saint Valkyrie Girl, but knockoff of Yuki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, it's just a word. They just sort of, they just sort of don't think it's like they don't think it, it's insulting or anything to use it. They just whatever. It's just a word. The Catholic population. They're, they're it's like, like it's like if we were to if we were to call a series the you know. Tenno um, Hotel or something like that, you know, like Emperor, the Emperor or something like that, or, you know, just use something holy, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's, uh, what's, what's, it's the, what's the name of the priestesses again in Japan? Uh, Mikos. Yeah, like, like, uh, like, let's say we come with something called Miko something something. And no, because actually, they, actually, they, they, they do that, that too. They do that. They have entire series. They have entire hentai games about like dating Mikos. I mean, to them, like, I don't think anything. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering now. Actually, now I'm wondering: is there a, a hentai game where you like get to sleep with the emperors, or maybe like future emperors, like in a stable or something, like? I mean, I know, I know that it's. I know that they they love uh, Catholic schoolgirl uniforms and paint. Yeah. And so. Oh, there's actually some some um like series with ca- actual Catholic schoolgirls like and and then there's some hentai games with that too. Well, well nothing we know uh, about here, right, guys? Uh, sorry, uh, I don't know. The thing the thing with Japan is that it's really it seems that it's not that big of a deal with religion they don't get all uppity if someone mentions religion in a serious yeah. context they're all fine with it well but i mean you, I think have, um, you think uh, i think it might have to do with the fact they have that the dual system like the shinto and the buddhist just so yeah. it's like not that big a deal it's like oh well these are the two things we follow but not very seriously, you know, like well, death, birth, and yeah, you just can find Catholics and church in Japan. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's sort of like a big it's... deal for them either. Well, well the, it used to be a big did... deal, but not anymore. Like they actually like there's actually going to be a movie soon about the um the Japanese Catholics. I think I think Martin really? Scorsese is actually going to be directing it. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's silent. So it's so it's already nominated to eleven Oscars and it hasn't <laughs> yeah. and I, and I don't want my tickets because I'm like Martin Scorsese and Japanese Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, I wonder what. Uh, but well, there's there's one Japanese movie sure I'm going to watch. <laughs> Phoenix Wright. Yes. They're going to make a yes. movie. Or- Yes, Holy, I want to see that. And are, are they, they going to are they going to get the Jack Wolf to uh, produce it? No, actually, actually <laughs> I could help it's myself. A, but it's a uh, famous, uh, Japanese director that's doing Phoenix Wright. It's uh, oh, just blanking out right now. Do you know Kitty Hawk? <laughs> oh, what what? The director of the Phoenix Wright movie. Uh, no, I don't know. I've seen I've seen the pictures from it. Let, let's see. But uh, while we're while we're thinking about that, uh, what what were the girls like in Saint Seiya? 
Well, uh, uh, if you're going to go back to manga, it sucks ass. <laughs> you know, Kurumada is horrible when it comes to drawing girls. I mean, in the first uh, episode of the manga, there's uh, Marin, you know, the the eagle saint, the eagle uh-huh. silver saint. Yeah. China! If I just uh-huh. China. And also China, the 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 silver. What's what's your silver? Uh, uh, yeah, Cobra she was a silver saint. Yeah, the Cobra Saint, and they were both drawn with the squarest backs you'll ever see drawn. Well, and they were they had masks, and I, I I'm wondering if he like just put the masks on them so that like he didn't have to draw them feminine. He could just uh, say they're wearing. Yeah. Yeah, Could be, definitely. but then again, uh, perhaps he was making it in order to actually make Athena look like the center of attention when it came yeah. to... Oh, oh, so well, they didn't all have the same face, yeah. Yeah. To avoid like the that. Turnerism. <laughs> uh, well, he he had his issues. Well, the thing uh, with... The thing when it comes to... We, we still haven't uh, actually explained what Saint Seiya is about. I mean, we did make a, a joke about it. But the thing is, uh, there are... Holy wars between gods, mostly, uh, and the thing is that these gods don't fight them themselves. Mostly, they have uh, warriors fighting for them. These warriors are the saints, and they have uh, armors that protect them, that are blessed uh, and you know watched over by the stars in the sky. There's as many saints as there are stars uh, constellations in the sky, and this, this story is about uh, Seiya, who is the Pegasus saint, who serves Athena the current incarnation of Athena, because actually those gods in, uh, incarnate in, in human beings once every some generation, some years, like 500 years. So is, is it uh, mostly the Greek pantheon, or do they actually have different pantheons? Uh, fighting each other? Well, um, Hilda shows up for like the Asgard uh, arc, but that was only in the yes. anime. Yeah, so the they're filler all Greek, arc, actually. But it's all Greek in the manga, yes. It's all Greek to me? Nah. Oh. Yeah. So Greek to Kurumada. Uh, no. <laughs> and there's a recent series, actually, that I believe is way better executed and written and has a way better cancer saint, Manigoldo, and also Sage, the patriarch. Uh, yeah. And it's called Saint Seiya Los Cambas. And it's a pity because, you know, Kurumada's mad in an Alan Moore style because they're actually doing it better than he is. And oh. they're playing with his toys. And it's like... Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I saw that there were two there were two tellings of like the 18th century saints. Like I hadn't seen actually gotten up to speed with that, and I was like confused because I was like, why are there two? And then when I when I read more into it and found out the original creator was also working, I was like, but they're so both ongoing. So so it's sort of it's sort of like sort of like uh, uh, McFarlane being pissed off that Gaiman came up with a better spawn than he did. Yeah, it uh, is. yeah, but still writing his own spawn while the other spawn is going. It's ongoing. That's <laughs> you know, that's, that's exactly what happened, though. I remember that because because uh, Gaiman's like this current spawn you have kind of sucks. Oh, let me write the old spawn from the medieval centuries. Oh, he's actually a better character. And everyone got in and in McFarlane got pissed. It's like no, stop. Even though I commissioned you to write this, stop. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's really what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. The, yeah, you history know, does repeat itself then. <laughs> History yeah. does repeat itself. Well, here, you know, my, my biggest... Uh, the biggest thing that I like the most of this new prequel done by other authors is, like I said, the Cancer Saint, because uh, they actually gave him a personality and a backstory, while on the original, original. version, Death Mask, Death Mask. Well, he was just written because, oh, 
uh, his house is the fourth house, and four means she, and she means dead. Uh, so he's evil, and he kills a lot of people. Uh, okay, why? Uh, because he. <laughs> Because he's evil, you know, and he heals people. Okay, how did he become a, a saint, a gold saint? You're supposed to be, you know, like a warrior of justice. Someone yeah, the protector of, of a, a goddess Athena. The yeah, protector of goddess Athena. And, and, you know, the dragon saint actually tells this to the armor. It's like, yo, uh, cancer armor, uh, don't you think you're protecting a prick? <laughs> and the armor goes like, you know what? He is a douchebag. And the armor goes away. <laughs> Dragon Saint actually knocks the armor out of that guy because it has nothing to do on that guy. And he's <laughs> never explained how he got that armor. And, and the thing is this, they actually look at classic Greek mythology. Athena actually is the one goddess of the whole pantheon who was the least... Uh, what's the nicest way of saying this? The, the least uh, asshole-y. Yes, she was... No, she, a, she, could, a, she could be an asshole. No, but she, she was the least asshole uh, Well, yeah, I don't no. think she was the least. She was quite an or, asshole. I, I, mean, I gotta compete. Little. I mean, the way she blew Hephaestus off. I mean, she was a total bitch. But that's why why she was awesome. But you know, she yeah. she wasn't quite as bad as, as the other ones. I mean, nice. I mean, didn't I, she no, fuck no. up Arachne because she could weave yeah. better than her? Yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, okay. Now I will admit that she didn't go around fucking as many people's lives up as say Zeus or. No, no, Athena. Zeus was just fucking them. It wasn't fucking. Well, but yeah, was just dude, I literally them. and figuratively, <laughs> mostly literally. But he, um, he he liked he liked his golden showers, but. Uh... He liked it. He liked it all. I mean, my God, the man got around. But anyway, <laughs> and one time as a goose. I mean, come on. Goose, bull, anything. He was definitely Foam. into Sophia. <laughs> Foam. Um, yeah. I, I'm actually amazed he didn't go with Kraken on them. And, uh, <laughs> and like I said, you know, Athena, it's, you know, she wasn't near as bad as Aphrodite. Aphrodite was, was a bitch. Well, yeah, because she was, you know, a drama well, queen. Well, yeah. But, but I, did like, I did like how in the series they did keep the rivalry between Poseidon and Athena with the oh. Poseidon arc. That was, that was really nice because, like, in mythology, Poseidon and Athena fought for the cities, city of Athens. And here it's Poseidon's a total dickhead. And well, well, see, Poseidon gave him the ocean, but Athena gave yeah. him gave him the olive tree. Yeah. Well, oh, here's a spring full of salty water. Isn't it awesome? No, mm. no. Here's, here's an olive. olive tree. Oh, yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a really hard decision. Yeah, that was. Yeah. But um, but I really, but yeah, the Poseidon. I remember watching the Poseidon arc as it was coming on, and it was. It was pretty awesome. I didn't get to see the end of it until actually many, many years later. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Good news, classic gaming fans. Pure Solar is an all-new turn-based role-playing fantasy adventure game for your Sega Genesis and Sega Mega Drive video game console. Embark on an adventure to discover the secrets of the great architect. Purchase Pure Solar at Magical Game Factory. Dot com, where you can also pick up the definitive original soundtrack, a four-disc set which includes the highly sought-after ambient audio disc. Discover more at PureSolar.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Greg. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one G.I. Joe podcast, What's On Joe Mind. That's right. It's Joe News, reviews, and special guests like you've never heard them before delivered right to your MP3 player. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. Hey. We're just kidding, Chuck. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. 
Right, please. Hey! It's What's On Joe Mind. Every week on the Geekcast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. Can I say something about Transformers? No! Another thing about Saint Seiya, lots and lots of pretty boys. I have to say, like, I, I had never seen such androgyny <laughs> prior to this. Well, actually, I'd seen Voltron, but, but the level had been cranked up since then. So, Well, when it yeah, comes to yeah, androgyny, well, Kurumada is an ass because, yeah. for example, Iki the Phoenix uh, is sent to an island to train to the worst island. I think it's called the Dead Island or the island where you die. Or yeah. yes, Kiliti, Kiliti, super slashy, you die here island. And, <laughs> and he's, he, he gets together with a girl that reminds him of his brother. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of, uh, wow. It's, uh, uh, okay, I, did, I do admit that when I first saw Shun, um, yeah. I think Shun was a girl. And then he my get, friend, they gave him a pink armor in the. Uh, I know, the, and then yeah. the, green, the green hair also didn't help. But like my friend, green long hair, uh, told me, "No, no, it's a boy." And I was like, "Whoa! Well, I'm going to pretend it's a girl." And is then, this is this sort of like sort of, this sort of like the Sailor Moon dub where where they're like, "Oh, that guy is actually a girl now." Yeah, it, it was kind of like that. But it was also like you know, Marin and and Shina didn't do anything, and this sort of irritated me because they were like always like in the background, just sort of being like, say, like everyone else. Yeah, again, something that Los Gambas fixed a lot. Yes. Say, say, and oh my God, so many calls of say, I just, my brother and I used to make fun of it. We'd go, say, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here, we, I, I used to play with a friend back when I was a kid. I, I was like seven, eight years old. And we would go, oh, I put all my cosmos in the last attack. I will do the same. And then we'd just walk Past right each other and just stand there <laughs> posing dramatically, and then one of us had to drop to the ground and say, "Your his cosmos is way too strong," and then just fall down. <laughs> or get or get a flat get a flashlight and like put it behind you, you know, like charging <laughs> up. And I'm just gonna stand here for the next five minutes, glowing, and you're gonna say some stuff about how awesome I am, and then finally I'm gonna unleash my attack. So it's sort of like yeah. Dragon Ball. Well, yeah, it's also it's like a powered up version of yeah. the Dragon Ball tropes. I mean, <laughs> it's worse than Dragon Ball. If I there's actually, one thing yeah. you can oh. say of Masami Kurumada, it's that he's almost the king of tropes when it comes to Japanese manga. Yeah, I mean, he does it all by the book. Yeah, like this, this, this was the classic Shonen Jump series like friendship, powering up, people dying, people getting hurt. People overcoming, and then people combining in sexy, sexy ways, like in <laughs> Dragon Ball, the whole Goku uh, Vegeta thing, and and in and in Saint Seiya, the Gold Saints give them their armor, their used armor, and they pour their blood all over it. Yeah. Energy. Yeah, I remember that seeing that as a kid, going, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it was. They, weird. It's, their, they had that some sort of paladin thing with the armor. Maybe, maybe got... they maybe they had a fever and they needed they 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 consulted George Washington's doctor. Oh, what? but uh, <laughs> bloodletting was very popular at the around the time uh, that George Washington lived, and of course, a person who's sick should bleed. Yeah, that's totally the thing you should do. And then he died. Oh, cleans the blood. There, there are a couple of tidbits that you missed. Means there on say. 
the thing that everybody who's a lot more competent uh, knows how to fight that has an actual strategy has to kill themselves and sacrifice themselves just so Seiya can be the punch back of the big guy I know oh, yes. every Seiya, go on time stay Asuna I will like, just stay here and fight with either no this guy <laughs> it's like I- Iki could definitely save the day um, Iki's immortal he's freaking the- immortal <laughs> I know, yeah. and like the dragons. Oh, and they use the dragon saint like way, right up front. It this like he uses his ultimate <laughs> attack, loses his armor, and it's like God fucking damn it! Now, now we don't have it. Now, now we've wasted it on this guy, and it's not even doing anything. And now Saya's got to save the day. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Has anyone else ever saved the day except for him? Uh, well, I mean, you know they. They've they've come and like you know save the day, but they didn't beat the big bad. It, it's got to be Saya to beat the big bad. But it, yeah, it, it, he, he's in, uh, the, the he's completely oblivious to that. I mean, he just uh, he's like a an animal. He just goes forward. He has to go go forward and he has to find a, a Thana. But he he's he's an idiot. He's I mean uh, <laughs> at, at least with with Goku, you know that he's innocent. He's a nice guy, you know. The innocent nice yeah, guy, he, when he was well, eight years old, killed people. Yeah, but also Goku did teleport, like, teleported away from Namek before it exploded. Like, he, he was at least resourceful enough to do that. Say a yeah, frig- okay, to, spoiler alert, say a friggin' dies at the end of the series. Like, yeah, but he, he, he got well, better. He or he will get better. He got out of the plane right before we hit the shark. Yeah, I mean, but it's like Seiya just like gets killed all the time, and it's usually because not because he was like trying to save someone or trying. It's usually just because Seiya's a dumbass. Seiya, yeah, he's a, he's a punchback. Yeah, yeah, but, he. He he's that's his weird thing because he started being this punk ass rebel. He was like, Oh, you're Athena, I'm supposed to protect you. I won't deal with this shit. I'm only here because I want to get my sister. And then one episode comes uh, around and says something like, You know, she really is Athena. Oh, okay, I'm gonna devote the rest of my life to protecting her. And, no, I'm gonna forget about my sister. In, and starting in that point, he would never one mention his sister again and B ever complain about anything he became just a punching bag that's all the punching bag that every other character who was actually a character would throw forward up the stairs in order to get to the final guy he's supposed to get beaten by yeah i think the armor comes around and he you know just throws that arrow and kills them yep that's it done use the use the super attack Oh God! Yeah, but I mean, I love I love the series. I mean, it's a bit tedious, but like, I really the animation was really good for Japanese, even for Japanese television at the time. At, at like, that time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, like, even though they would reuse some... it, it was still good. Yeah, they, they did have some great imagery to work to on again. Oh, yeah. For example, the sequences where the armor was put on, it became stock footage. Yes, you would see it on every episode, but it was cool to see. And every time they would yeah. make an attack, again, very well animated. Stock footage? Yes, but well animated. And the designs were incredible. They Shingoraki made some great, very dynamic uh, you know, draw, designs on them. And yeah, the armors are actually way better in the animation. And the thing is, it was great to see. It was something uh, that you wouldn't see any day on any account. It, it was back in the day when anime was this weird, uh, strange flavor 
from outside, something you've never seen before. And now it's just like, okay, we're going to try real hard to be weird in order to sell. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I just, I just, just so we can all just bask in, in how little the, uh, the, uh, the, the dubbers thought of this series and exactly how bad the master was they used to dub it, I, I, I linked the opening. We're not going to talk about the song, we're just going to talk about the quality of the video because this is exactly how it looked when it aired in Cartoon Yeah, I, I can't, I don't understand how they actually made it worse from what we had. <laughs> I mean, this, I, I, like this, I said, was, I, this was edited in America, and here we really don't have any good editing stuff. I, we actually used the VHS this, this was, this in order like, to make the opening. I, I, I bet you they took the tape and they like like ran it over the pavement in the parking lot. Uh, I think they, try, in order to try to make it look new, they also used every filter in After Effects that they had oh, available, but the, and the, especially the neon glow thing. And it didn't work well. The one of the weirdest shots for me in this intro is the part where where the the dragons are like circling around the guy, because I could tell I could look at it and say I could tell that this was once beautifully animated, but now yeah. I don't tell anymore. It it looks like it looks like Deke had the rights to it, and they were in charge of the dub. And they were real Deeks about it too. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. Someone's been deking around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. I I think they and I know that they had they had shoddy workmanship, so it's probably just a, and ADV was also involved. Yeah, so, oof. yeah, I have a I have a bad feeling. Yes, they did work from from a VHS master. I I think this is more than just a VHS master. This is a shitty VHS master. Well, I mean, like the the series originally aired uh, like back in 1986, I believe. Because I remember, yeah, 1986, because uh, I moved to Japan, like, late 86, early 80, it was early 87, that was it. So I, I saw this live, and so it would that tape had to have been very old by the time that they got around to dubbing it in America, which was 2003. Wow, so this, this... I could have been sitting on someone's shelf, like, leaky shelf. <laughs> leaking next to a ball of turpentine. Yeah, so I can I can actually I can actually see that they they could have done that. They could have been like, "Herp derp, here's an old VHS <laughs> tape. Let's just use this. It's great. Kids won't." <sighs> and I mean, like this this is the ending. Like I remember seeing when I was a kid, and I thought it was like, "Let me see, make sure this is it." So, and uh, just I, just because I'm just curious in the act, the actual utter horror of it, did that song fit the intro? What the, the song? The song? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, but the the I remember the original series had really. I actually thought it was pretty cool. Thing. Like this is like my favorite in, uh, ending. Like this I saw when I was a kid, and I thought this was just so. How cool. does he get the volume in his hair? Um, it's the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that and a lot of cosmos. You know, hot hair yeah, yeah. goes up. My cosmos is burning and so my hair is glowing. It's like Goku. Goku has like chi and so he can keep his hair up like that. Yeah. But the in- the intros and the outros were really good. I I I liked all of them. And the songs were were butt rocking 1980s, so I I kind of like that. It sort well, of fits the series. The, the sad songs that they got when everybody was slowly bleeding to death. What yep. was what was the Japanese opening like? Anyways, was it pretty good? Uh, you haven't ever seen Pegasus oh. Fantasy. It's incredible. Have you haven't seen it, Ben. Oh my god! Here, this is not it's, the original. Uh, this is the Asgard. The Asgard intro. Uh, that's a second. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, 
first. Uh, I I think I found the the original first opening. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I, I got Pegasus Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, I got yeah. it. It's right here. Did Did you hear? Uh, someone actually sang this to an American Idol. Uh, no, uh, in France. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. See the guy. He really uh, belting it. Yeah, the and, the, and the horrified faces of the judges. Well, was yeah. it, was yeah. this was this this, fans, uh, fans. was this a Simon Cowell years or was it the what was yeah, this probably a, around that? But it was in the France version of the show oh. because oh. Uh, France is actually the biggest uh, Saint Seiya fans of everything because the original yeah. manga only got adapted to anime up to the almost final saga. The final saga, the Addis chapter, hadn't been adapted, but they did make. Uh, and oh, a radio is, drama. This is beautifully animated. What was the studio? Was this Toei? I believe uh, it was. It was probably yeah, was Toei. Toei was. Um, yeah, it was Toei. Yeah. The, the the opening's great, but Toei always does great openings because, like I like I said, it's uh in the you know we're gonna bring this up more in depth in the Dragon Ball episode, but but if the original Japanese opening for Dragon Ball Z was used in America, no one would watch that show. Because I you would know, know what the hell that show's about, and because what what ha- what's in the opening? Oh, that's right. That you have you have an iceberg, uh, you know, crumbling. Yeah. I... <laughs> uh, well, no, 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 seriously, in the Dragon Ball Z opening, right, you have an ice ball, iceberg falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> they were all dramatic. They, they were dr- they was dramatic. It was yeah. metaphoric. Yeah, if people people demonize Rock the Dragon, but that brought asses to the seat. Well, I mean, you have to keep in yeah. mind that that was like nineteen. I think it was like nineteen eighty eight was when Dragon Ball Z came out, and like, man, let me tell you, if you were watching anime at that time, like everything had like met like these like sweeping intros, and sometimes the music just didn't fit. <laughs> it was like whatever yeah. they were trying to sell at the time. Yeah. Wow, they, this this Asgard opening at that first part, they were like super duper angular. Yeah, yeah, they got even more stylized as it went on. But then yeah. they had to drop it all because Masami Kurumada had some problem. I don't remember if it was with the editorial of the magazine or with the animation studios, and that's why they never went on and adapted Hades. The French fans wanted to make the animation their own, but they wouldn't allow for that. Uh, but then when Masami Kurumada came back on the project and they started making direct-to-video episodes that took like two episodes a year, you know, 20-minute episodes a year, and they they had to stick closer to to what Kurumada had done, and the animation starts looking so damn stiff. Oh, it's uh, it's yeah, horrible. But, but they they, they get like the... By the what? end, it starts looking like a motion comic, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. God! Which is really sad because they start out with great innovative animation. They use the same designs, but use 3D backgrounds to actually make it move and everything. But then it, you know, dried up. The budget, yeah. Budget. This is greatly animated from start to finish. This is Lost Canvas. It's the the prequel anime that Mm -hmm. I was praising so much. And uh, that's the opening sequence. So here's, here's, here's the question. This is big in France. It's huge in France. Like I said, the fans it's, wanted it, to actually adapt into animation. They had its chapter. How big is it in France? Is it bigger than Jerry Lewis? Yes. Oh. Definitely <laughs> for them. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Oh, wow. This, this, this is very modern looking. style. Yeah. And if you check it, even though it has few lines on the faces, they have very different faces. Oh, especially yeah. Especially the I, I don't know how to feel about this, honestly, because... because, because uh, 
This is this almost is like watching Macross Frontier because I hear oh there's a new Macross series and I watch it I was expecting those beautiful ladies art styles and it's all modern and it's like <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. This is a ter- yeah. this is a terrible modern art style. This is actually kind of cl- it's the hairstyles at least are closer to like the originals. That, that's that's true, but you know that that I'm just saying that that original Macross and yeah. art style was so beautiful, especially. No, 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 no. I agree that I'd really like the '80s art style a lot better but this isn't egregious this is no this this isn't terrible i'm just i'm just sort of you know this, no, no, is, I, a, no, this is a style for this time yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's mature enough it's stylish enough and it works great for animation well it, it's 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 and kinda, tenma looks great tenma looks awesome i think yeah. well it, it's kind of like how i feel about what i found out what the new kenshin ova is and I, i'm kind of disgusted because it's just a, uh, uh, it's, it's a what the hell like was that yeah i think it's three so, yeah, of Kyoto arc, just the Kyoto arc again. Wait a minute, yeah, like oh, we didn't already do that. And and I actually have to say the Sony animation's better than this because because this is a lot more homogenized. But at the same time, I mean, I just love some of those episodes. The the, the Kyoto arc was brilliantly done. Where, where, where's where's my Jinchu arc? Damn it! Here's a live action film coming out this year. I know with the actor from Kamen Rider Deno. <laughs> So he's really? good at sword. Oh, wait, yeah, hey, he... I found out who's directing uh, the Phoenix Wright movie. It's the guy who directed uh, Ichi the Killer. Oh, yeah. wow. He's yeah. doing it? Yeah. That guy is so yeah. versatile. He does everything. Well, yeah. I, well, yeah, if you look at his filmography, he has done everything. Yeah, he does kids uh, kids films, and then he does the most adulterous, evil, sexiest films ever, and then he yeah. go- goes and does this romance drama, and... And then he goes again with the kids, and he's wow. He's a he's a renaissance yeah. man. Uh, let's see, what else do we have to cover about Saint Seiya as a whole, as as, as a franchise cool. stemming from this Shonen Jump manga? Hmm. Is it manga well, or a manga? Us. First of all, well, it's, it's actually manga. I think it's manga. I say, I say well, it's ma- it's manga, but I always say manga because I'm manga. I've got yeah. Well, I, I say I, I, I say I say manga because yeah, I say that too. because because in Korean, comic is manhwa. So yeah. Well, uh, if we can say something about Sensei, it's that there's plenty of it. If anyone ever wants to watch it, I mean, <laughs> they can pick anything. I oh. don't know uh, how it would stand today with other new anime fans, people who just got into this, uh, because. Back then, it was like I said, something you've never seen before. It's it had a very foreign taste. It's yeah. epic and it had an a, an entirely different timing and pacing compared to anything we can see today. Oh yeah, uh, but it's a it's like it's it's a classic. It, this is one of the most classic animes ever, and as, as such a classic, it goes by every damn trope. It's it invents it, the tropes. It invents the tropes, basically, yes. I, I'd say that if people liked the original Dragon Ball series and wanted to pretend they're more mature, they should check out Sensei, yeah? Because <laughs> it takes itself more seriously. Yeah. Uh, and it does uh, evoke that. You do feel for these guys about to die. They're they're dripping rivers of blood down the stairs. <laughs> Energy. It's like... Uh, uh, or, uh, 
if you're going to watch it, of course, do watch some uncut version. Don't get fooled by surfer dabs with glowy energy blood. No. Yeah. Watch the real thing. This has to be seen uncut. This is not supposed to be one of those stupid uh, knockoff uh, cartoon adaptations of story tales where Quasimodo ends up with Esmeralda. <laughs> no. You gotta see the real thing with this. This is studying Greek mythology via anime and manga. Yeah. You, got, you got your B in the. You got your B. I on got that my test. B. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say the anime. Like, if you're gonna see it, see the anime. Uh, the manga's basically the same, almost the same. Well, there's a little more in the anime, but I would recommend just going with the anime because the animation is holds up even to today, even though it's a little slower paced because, well, the time. But it, it actually keeps you going because there is like intrigue with the characters. And there's a lot of it. And I'm definitely going to be checking out Lost Canvas now because that, that intro was pretty badass. And the idea that someone else is like writing it and writing about the uh, 18th century saints, I'm actually really interested in that. Well, that sounds cool to me. It's uh, So uh, is there anything else we should talk about with uh, yeah. Saint Seiya? Yeah, we're missing two bits of Saint Seiya. One <gasps> is episode, episode G. G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Manga, going back. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a, it's a female artist doing Senseiya, right? Uh, it's the artist from Shadow Skill. I'm, I don't know if, she, if he's a male or a okay. female. But it's uh, in, in a very uh, shonen style that's telling the story of the gold saints. Oh, and yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of a prequel, but it's a prequel of the current saints. It's before Seiya well, gets a, into the picture. It's a prequel in the Luca, Luca, George Lucas uh, concept of prequel. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a boy. It's actually a man. Yeah. Oh, and the thing is, well, uh, it does expand on the mythos, and it has uh, some very dynamic art. It is a bit uh, off-putting at first, but it is highly detailed, and it's very... Uh, it's more action-oriented. Uh, and so... still, I, I re- uh, you recommend... Well, I recommend it over the original Saint Seiya. Uh, I'm not wow. sure if I would recommend it over because it it sort of it it needs the original Senseiya to to work as a whole. I think I I do believe there's a lot of improvement over that, but uh, it's uh, it's still based on the current Senseiya. It's not like Lost Canvas that starts in a whole different universe with a whole different mm, cast of yeah. characters. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the other we had was uh, uh, Tenkai Hen, the heaven yeah, the next, chapter, the next dimension. Whatever you want to call it. No, uh, yeah, well, what are we talking about? This the single movie. Oh, the one uh, the, they the go against Apollo. Yeah, that's a, a standalone thing. But oh, yeah, uh, if it you was ask supposed the, to the go somewhere, author, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah, the, the original the author hates it. Fighting, se- fighting sequences I have seen say, yeah. Movie. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very uh, down to earth. It's all about beating the shit out of Seiya. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not like I, I'm, I'm charging up power. No, no, it's like I go there and I kick your ass. Yep. So it's, it's very fluid, the animation there, when it comes to all that. Uh, my favorite movie, in ca- just in case, it's called... Ah, what was the original Japanese name? Something like The Legend of the Burning Boys or the... Something what? Like Legend that. of Crimson Youth. The Crimson Youth, that yeah. one. The Legend of Crimson Youth. I believe that's the like the most... Like the best uh, Sensei uh, movie that captures everything that the series was back in the day. So Basically, would... Seiya getting tortured to death and dies Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Uh, and, and the thing is, something uh, that Sensei has is that the stakes are always the highest. It's yeah. like 
Uh, you either claimed run on the top of those stairs and get the shit beaten out of you uh, until you die or he dies, because if you don't do that, we're all fucked up. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. when, whenever these guys are failing, you, you get to see the apocalypse unraveling. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> but I also loved how, like, the movies were all, like, their own standalone stories. They weren't like how yeah. movies, like, the Jap like, now, now with, like, anime movies in Japan, unless it's, like, direct to a movie, if it's based on a TV series, what they'll often do is, is they'll just take animation from the TV series, throw it in there, maybe have a, like, maybe about, like, 10 minutes of original animation and call it a movie. Oh, Back then, yeah. they actually made movies. And that was, like, oh. with the drag with Dragon Ball and all that. They These were standalone movies that yeah. held up to their own. So that was... Because I've been studying a bit of that. I think the thing they're trying to do is gain more fans yeah. uh, by compressing the storyline just to, you know, get it to people who don't have the time and the dedication to stand there and watch a 26-episode series. Well, so, but, it, but this was like. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no. For example, for with Gurren Lagan and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's oh. the one that comes to mind. And that one, I guess, it just feels kind of awful because, like, when I lived there, like, this was like a big thing. The movies would come out in the summer, and in the were, actual theaters, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it was like these were original movies. They weren't like yeah. based on TV series. And since you know you were keeping up with your TV series and stuff like that you'd want to go see the movie and they, like to go see the movie. And it's actually just a retelling of the TV series just sort of seems like a, like a yeah. cheat. It's, it's like, it's like coming out with an OVA. That's a retelling of, Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry. That still pisses me off. I, I prefer the Dragon Ball movies, uh, the Dragon Ball set movies over the series because it's like, even I the one where Trunks the... and, and well, Goten they... fight Hitler. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing. I just sit there and I, I watch the whole premise that repeats all over Dragon Ball, which is Goku and his friends are sitting somewhere eating food and making jokes. Suddenly this new alien comes by and says, I'm stronger than all of you and I'm going to kill you all. And they fight him and then they lose and then they fight him back and they win and then they keep on eating and making jokes. That actually was the premise of the 25th year anniversary. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. why it's perfect. It, yeah. it, the whole thing is that they knew that it was a joke, but you know it, that's why it worked. Yeah, and that's 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 how like Dragon Ball should be. Instead of let's drag this out for forever. Well, you know, it's we're gonna bring this up in depth in the Dragon Ball episode, but I think Toriyami had his final say there when he made the hero of the story the joke character, Mister Satan. Yes. Uh -huh. Because yeah. you know, that 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 was his fuck you to his editor. Well, that that whole that whole saga was a big fuck you. But, but anyway, uh, back to Saint Seiya. It definitely follows all these the the Shonen Jump tropes. Yeah. So, but it was not like the rest of them were. I don't know. It just wasn't as anno It wasn't annoying. Like I, I I like Dragon Ball, but like Dragon Ball just sort of gets old after a while. Whereas Saint Seiya just never seemed to do that. It just. When I was a kid, it it always kept my attention. Yeah, I think this episode count wasn't over nine thousand. No, it wasn't. It wasn't just that. It was because the arcs were way longer. Yeah. It was like, for example, they had this arc where they have to run through twelve houses to mm -hmm. save Athena, and they have to fight one of the Golden Sates in each of those houses. And it's like, okay, you know, they they have this target, this objective, this yeah. goal. They they will fight through these 12 houses and once they get there it's over 
and mm -hmm. then we can pass to another one. So you know what's coming, you know what's what's left. It's not like Naruto that goes on forever and takes itself way too seriously. Yeah. And no, this one, this knows that it's serious. This whole thing is serious. Yeah. You don't get to see that the stupid comedy that it, they people fit in in Naruto. Well, Dragon Ball, everything is silly. Yeah. Even the fights are silly. Naruto, no. Naruto has this, oh, yeah, we're silly. Now we're going to the totally serious fight scene. Well, and Saint Seiya was always serious, which was Saint Seiya is always serious. I mean, there was yeah. some, like, you know, some little, like, little sides or something like that. But it was mostly just, no, this is, this is being played straight. I think that's why I liked it. Because, like, I had never seen anything like that before. No. Where no. it was, like, a serious... Not kid, you know, this was for for like, I would say like uh, eight year old to twelve year olds, and and it was serious. It wasn't like you know everything I'd seen on American television, which is we're blowing up ships, but oh, don't worry, everyone's okay. No one was. Ah, I see the parachutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, here. No, no, no. I see a guy die, and it's like. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. People die here. And yeah. that's that's one of the things that strikes you. It's like, oh, someone just died. And yeah. that also makes sacrifice way more important here because it's like you're in a world where people die and yet you're still willing to die. This yeah. isn't like taking a cobra to the chest and living, and being in a Here's coma blank. for a few weeks. Yeah. Or even, yeah. Like in, even in Dragon Ball, like even though like the characters do die, it never seemed serious because it was like, well, oh, there's a Dragon way Balls. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not but, here. Not here. And also just, I don't know, like the scene of, of Hilda like bleeding out like at the end of the Asgard series where she's like atoning and she's holding the sword of Odin and like her blood flows into the water and like the ice, you know, the, the ice forms again. Like yeah, watching that, that was pretty epic. Uh, Saint Seiya mm. is epic and it's full of drama. That's what it is. It's uh, yeah. it's an odyssey. It's It's... Greek uh, storytelling at its finest, basically. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, so, that's so overall, that's... it's definitely a recommendation from our uh, panel here. Yeah. It, if yep. you're willing to go for some old stuff, I, I'd highly recommend it. But you know, if if you don't have the patience for like nineteen late 1980s plotting, then yeah, then I, just I move on. Yeah, go just straight to, get to the Lost Canvas. Yeah, Lost Camp. Yeah, that's because I would recommend that. And watch the movies if you want. Uh, yeah. Good taste of good execution and good mood. It has great moods, those movies. Okay. And so um, this, I guess that's this is our Saint Seiya episode. Um, mm -hmm. Yay! Uh, and uh, <laughs> stay stay tuned. We will have more episodes in the Shonen Jump line. It's uh, I'm also thinking of doing a a, a series on the, on the animes based off of Sunday. Shonen Sunday, but um, I don't know too much about Sunday. Rama. Really? Rama wasn't there. Yeah. Okay, then we... Guess we gotta do that, but wasn't uh, I don't know Kitty Hawk? What, what what's a Sunday series? What's another Sunday series? Oh, man, oh, let's see. Uh, no, no, that was a morning series. Wasn't uh, isn't like Rumiko Takahashi stuff mostly in Sunday? Fairy yeah, tale? yeah, fairy, fairy, tale. fairy tale. Love fairy yeah. tale. Let's see Sunday, Sun is there? Um... Shonen, Shonen, and Shonen Sunday. We can just call it our Sunday special. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. See Shonen Sunday. Else there? Oh, oh. Uh, Detective Conan is also on Sunday. We are covering Oh, yes. Yeah, all all 5,000 episodes of it. Uh, <laughs> Rene, woo, that series. I'm sorry, Rumiko Takahashi has jumped the shark. Well, of course, she's copying <sighs> Bleach. 
I know. Well, Rene is just sort of like, let's do Inuyasha, except now it's wacky. And uh, let's see. Arata. Wasn't the uh, wasn't Hajime no Ippo uh, a Sunday series? What? No. Ippo. The boxing one. Hashime no Ippo. The fighting. I think so. Oh, also, uh, Kenichi? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I am sort of boycotting Kenichi because of the last arc. Yeah, but still, he he's oh. he's a Sunday, isn't he? Yeah, and I did like the anime. It's just the last manga arc just pisses me off something fierce. Well, maybe he'll uh, finally get over with it, and you'll like it again. Oh, maybe. oh, yeah, Yatra is a Sunday series. What? Yeah, Yurusei Yatsura. Yeah, because uh, of course. Well, because that was yeah, Yuriko Takahashi. Yeah, let's see, let's see, other well-known Sunday series. I'm looking on Wikipedia. They did Azumanga Daio in that for a while. Oh, okay. Oh, and, and Adachi did a lot of work. Oh, I love Adachi's work. So I love Adachi. Adachi is my one of my favorites. Flame of Rekka. Flame Yo. of Rekka? Wow. Well, I, I still haven't seen most of those series, though. I, okay. I do know that, them by name, but haven't ever watched them, so... Oh, they also have they also have a series... Oh, Gigi Gigi no Kitaro. Oh. Oh, they also have a series with, with, with the cheap cop-out ending that everyone hates, uh, Cheeky Angel. Oh, uh, let's see here. Really? Yeah, everyone hates the cheap cop out ending, isn't that right, Kitty Hawk? Uh, what? What is uh, it? Angel, cheeky angel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh K- touch. Oh, Kakaishai. I love that series. What? Kakaishai. It, what? It's a series. It's a. It's it's a series about is about two rival clans of of uh, demon hunters and and basically this is I call this the portal of of manga and anime. Because the writer sets a very clear rule of what the what the characters' abilities are, like they don't come up with new abilities out of their ass. They just use the abilities they have really cleverly. Like uh, like the the two the, the two families that are rivals, the, the clan they only have one ability is to square, create square shaped uh, force fields. That's their only ability, but they can like the characters just do it in such clever ways that it's like. What's the series? Kika- Kika- I can't. Kikashi. Kikashi. Kikasha. Kikasha? I can't pronounce Can that remind you? Kikashi. Yeah. Wait, no, no, not Kikashi. I love this series so much. It's, it, has, it has a great anime, too. It has a great opening. They also have the the world God only knows. Yeah, oh, but... Uh, I love it, that. It's kind of it's it's so weird. They have so many different series for so many different kind of people. Really. Yeah. Not like John and Jam, where it has a more established. It, yeah. it, it has. It's, it's definitely well, more experimental than 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 Jump. That's for sure. Well, Jump yeah. because Jump has a um, has a philosophy behind it. Like that was how well, they founded it. Yeah, like you had to have friendship in there. There had to be uh, struggles to be overcome, and I forgot what the third thing was. But they basically be the very best. Yeah, the be the very best. That no one ever was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's Kikashi. Yeah. Kikai, Kikashi. Yeah, that's Kikashi. That's it. It's it's, it's yeah, Kikai. Well, it's one of my favorite series. Yeah, Barrier Master. Yeah. And go. yeah, it's 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 actually one of the best. The uh, because, like Kikashi. I said, Kikashi. And, and the the way that this artist draws the, the manga artist draws girls. Wow. Oh yeah, it, yeah. They're they're very cute. They're very cute. Let's see here. And uh, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm your host, Ben. TV Smith Neil. I was technically present for this episode. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. we know. We're here in Sphere. <laughs> in Cosmos. Pablo? 
Oh, oh yeah, I'm Pablo Prino. Hey. And I'm Kitty Hawk. I write Sparkling Generation Valkyrie Yuki, stvy.com. And I'm Asaku. Have a good one. Awesome. We, we need longer uh, taglines. Thank you. All right. What? The... <laughs> what do you we need taglines. <laughs> we need taglines. Yeah, we definitely need taglines. Yeah, oh, I'm a warrior and... of justice, Pablo Prino. <laughs> There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> and good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.